This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or For His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Good morning and welcome to The Chair. My name is Amy Bauman, and this is our Tuesday teaching. And I just want to take a moment and say thank you. Thank you so much for joining us each Tuesday for being a part of this community. And if this is your first time joining us, a very special welcome to you. If you're not really familiar what the chair is, we meet together each week, each Tuesday, 10 a.m. on Facebook Live. Um, then it goes to other different places on social media, but we just kind of come together, we look at God's word, we unpack what chair we're sitting in, and hopefully uh, it's an encouraging time to come together to renew our minds and maybe have a little fun along the way. As we're looking at Christmas this year, for me, I usually pay some extra close attention to Mary. I I think about Mary, I look at her life, I I look at the obedience that she did by by saying yes to to carrying the king of the world, uh, the king of heaven, the, the king Jesus. And I, and I think about because that she said yes and she was obedient to God, what that meant for all of us. And so today, uh, over the next few minutes, I just want to take a look at Mary and uh, maybe unpack a little bit about her and her life, maybe something that you didn't know, maybe something that you can apply to your own life as, as you're a mom um, or an aunt or a sister or, or anyone that, a grandma, anyone that takes care of children, looks after children, loves children, this is uh, maybe going to be something you need to hear today. But before we get started, let's open with prayer. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for this opportunity to come together as a body of believers and worship you and renew our minds and just be together in community. And so I just pray for each person listening, each person watching, that you will just open up their hearts and their minds for what it is that you have to say to them today. Let them know how much you love them and that you came into this world just for them because you love them that much. I just pray that you will anoint me, Holy Spirit, that I will speak your truth with love. And we just thank you for this time. And we ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So as we look at Mary, um, maybe this you didn't know this. According to ancient Jewish custom. She was probably about 12 years old. Now, I have a hard time understanding that because when my daughter was 12 years old, she had problems with decimals and multiplication and taking the trash out. And so when I think about Mary only being 12 years old, I have a hard time comprehending um, that she would, how well she would do being asked by Gabriel to carry Jesus. And I, I get blown away by that. I get, I get stuck by that. And so um, when you think about that, she would have not understood the angel of the Lord appearing to her, being overshadowed by the Holy Spirit and conceiving in her the Son of God. But she believed. She was faithful. And when Gabriel came to her, She said, let it be done. Let it be so without understanding everything that was going to happen. Now that 
itself is like a sermon. How obedient and faithful are we to do things on a daily basis for God when we don't understand? I think for me, I would prefer if God were to like send me an email and say, Dear Amy, today I would like you to do this for the following reasons. And then list out the reasons so that I could understand. And then I'd be like, oh, okay, God, no problem. You know, and send him a private message and, and keep moving. But yet, so much time in our daily lives is the Holy Spirit telling us to go do something, but without an explanation. And in all of these unnoticed acts that we're asked to do, promptings by the Holy Spirit, a lot of times we don't know why we're doing them, but we do them anyways with faith. And I think this is one of the things I love about Mary is that she says, let it be so, and she does it. I, I want to read you just quickly Matthew 1 verses 18 through 21 just to kind of get a feeling for the story. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after she had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Kudos to Joseph, right? And I'm glad that the angel came in a dream so that he could understand and be faithful and obedient also. And we get this beginning beautiful story of how Jesus came into the world. And I, again, like I said, sometimes get hung up on the whole thing that she was 12 and that she did it anyways. But let's go back and take a few minutes to talk about what she would have gone through saying yes to the angel. I can't imagine that the entire pregnancy was roses. I can't imagine anyone threw her a shower. I mean, you're talking about Nazareth looking into their situation and going, okay, she slept with someone, not Joseph, but he said he would marry her anyway. And so look at them. And they had to have been outcast. They had to have been kept separate. They couldn't have been accepted and loved. And of course, Mary and Joseph didn't go around saying, well, the Holy Spirit is the Father. And we're just being obedient because Jesus is going to be the Savior of the world. Like that would have gone over really well too. And so there's all of these things, these unnoticed acts that she's doing to remain faithful and obedient to the Lord unnoticed by the world but noticed by God and if you want to think about that and blow that up even bigger how many things are we called to do each day 
that are unnoticed. And, and that has to be okay. I mean, society as a whole, the world as a whole, loves to shine light and, and blow up accolades for all these things. You know, we like awards, we like, we like ceremonies, we like medals, we like certificates, we like all of this stuff showcasing and highlighting the things we do. And yet, particularly if you look at Mary, there's so much that even in her life, as we're reading the Bible, that are unnoticed. All the things that she would have done for Jesus. All the things that we can't even possibly imagine the mother of the Savior of the world would go through. And yet she did it anyways. And, and I love that. And so... For some reason, we don't have countless tales in the Bible from Mary's perspective of what it's like to be the mother of Jesus. And yet, we see that Mary was chosen, not for all of these wonderful things that she had done in Nazareth, all of these awards that she had gotten, all of these, you know, small groups that she had run and bake sales and, you know, all of these things that she did but because of the unnoticed things that she had done, unnoticed by everyone except God. And when we read in Luke 138, when the angel came and told Mary she was going to be the mother of the Savior of the world by immaculate conception, when she was engaged to Joe, her answer was, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to to your word. You've got to know that Mary went through so many things in her life that were unnoticed. And yet there's no little spot in the Bible that says, hey, it's me, it's Mary, and I want all my dues from everything I paid raising Jesus. She doesn't do it. She did it to be faithful to God. The sacrifices, the waiting, the watching, all of the unnoticed acts she did because she was faithful. And I think when I come to this time of year and I'm focused on Christmas and I'm thinking about Jesus, that I take those couple extra minutes and think about Mary because I really want to be more like her. It's hard to do the unnoticed acts, especially as a mom or a grandma or someone raising a child. Because when we take care of children, there are so many selfless acts that we do each day for them that, that never get any acknowledgement. And being a Christ follower, being a Christ follower can be an unnoticed life by the world. And if we are gauging that and looking at, well, the world's not recognizing me for what I'm doing, so therefore, does it really matter? It always matters when you're doing things for God and when you're obedient to God. And when, when you're having um, 
dignity and obedience and faith and you're living the kind of life that God wants you to live. I, I came across this little blurb from Christina Patterson. She's a stay-at-home mom and she has this passion to encourage women in the love of Jesus Christ and she writes this. The value we hold as women may not always be recognized by other people, but it will always be honored by God. Mary was considered highly favored by the Lord and chosen by God to hold this special calling. Mary was a woman of dignity because she understood the value of what she was holding so she could see her purpose through. She knew the special call on her life was greater than herself. And I think that, that we have to hold on to that as well, too, right? The calling that we have on our life will never be measured by what the world says. It's always going to be what God says. And someday, when we finish the race, I mean, that should be the desire of our hearts is to stand before Jesus and have him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You didn't listen to the world. You didn't do what the world told you to do. You did what I told you to do. And that's what's going to matter. What I love is that nothing goes unnoticed by God. Nothing. And when we live and move aligned with God's word, we will be worth far more than rubies and will be honored for all the works our hands have done. And let it be all for God's glory. No matter what season we're in and what we're being asked to do and what emails we're getting from God, it should always be for His glory. My brother sent me a book um, for my birthday a couple years ago and it's um, Bible Women, All Their Words and Why They Matter. It's by Lindsay Hard Harden Freeman. And I looked up Mary and I wanted to see what she wrote about Mary. And I thought this was, this was good. It says, consider this. Mary could have refused Gabriel's request. God would not have demanded she bear his son. After all, God is the primary believer in free will and designed this world to have it. And I love that about God. He gives us free will. We get to choose. What might have happened had she said no or run away? The Jesus we know would not have been born. Some would say that God needed Mary's cooperation. Others would say God does not need human beings and rather deeply desired Mary's cooperation. Each statement holds truth as God does this. God invited Mary into a radical life transforming experience. She agreed and opened herself to love, self-sacrifice and divine intervention in world affairs. There can be no greater evidence of God's love when we're looking at this story than, than what he did for Mary. And when you think about it, Christ was born of a woman, 
Christ was first confessed by a woman and Christ first revealed his risen self to a woman. So when we talk about uh, the importance of women, their value, their worth, Jesus did some pretty amazing things to us girls, right? And, and what a gift he gave Mary to be able to carry Jesus and, and call him her son. I don't know. I love the story. I love how God made a way. I love how God orchestrated everything to come together. I love that he chose Mary and he chose her because she was obedient in all of her unnoticed acts. And I hope, I pray that I will uh, just continue to want to be more like Mary and her obedience and her faith in God, especially this month and as uh, we move into the next year. Maybe you want to aspire to be more like Mary too. Maybe right now you have been going through a challenging season and you've been feeling a little bit discouraged and uh, like nobody's noticing, nobody's recognizing um, and you're, you're feeling maybe a little down, maybe low on the self-worth and maybe you're struggling. Let today be a reminder that God loves the unnoticed acts especially when we're working and aspiring and trying to be more like him and trying to be faithful and trying to live our lives the way God wants us to. Don't look at the world. Don't measure and weigh what you need to do by what the world says. Let's keep our eyes focused on Jesus. Let's consider it pure joy when we can do these unnoticed acts to glorify him. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for this time and I thank you for your words and I just pray that we will tuck those away into the deepest parts of our heart, Lord, and remember those when we're struggling. Remember those words, Lord, when we're feeling insignificant and unnoticed and let us just celebrate um, that we can do things for you that you see, uh, that, that we can be called uh, your children and do the things that you want us to do when nobody's watching, when nobody's looking, uh, because what you see in us, Lord, and, and how you view us, that's what matters the most. So I pray for each person watching, each person listening, Lord, and that you will just give them exactly what they need today. We love you and praise you and ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. I just pray that this was a little extra encouragement for you as you're going through your week. But thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.